help support your local businesses. Whether they're your corner stores, coffee spots, or favorite shops, local businesses have always been on your team, supporting you in your community. They remember your order, they call you by name, and they always give back, making a difference and going that extra mile. But right now, more than ever, local businesses need our support. So let's be there for them. The next time you go shopping, help your team score and choose to shop at local businesses. And while you're there, look for the contactless symbol and tap to pay with a contactless visa to help support your community. Because where and how you shop matters. Visa, everywhere you want to be. Official sponsor of the NFL. For the Athletic Podcast Network, this is The Update. I'm Adam Copeland. On today's show, we'll talk to our film guru and host of the State of the Nation Raiders podcast, Ted Nguyen, about the Raiders' week one victory over the Carolina Panthers and what they're looking for tonight against Drew Brees and the New Orleans Saints. Should be a fun Monday night football contest with the Raiders looking to make it two in a row. It's Monday, September 21st. Welcome in now, Ted Nguyen here of The Athletic, who covers the Las Vegas Raiders. Actually, he's kind of our film guy. He does a lot of the film breakdown here. You read his articles on The Athletic. Ted, it's great to have you following a Las Vegas Raiders win and looking forward to a Monday night football contest against the New Orleans Saints. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. I just can't believe the season's here, and I'm just happy that we're knee-deep into it. Let me ask you your perspective from just sort of generally from week one. You talk about like sloppy play and we think about the timing and we think about the chemistry and the cohesion among certain teams and especially with offenses trying to make sure things are clicking. Just from like a a 30,000 point view, from your perspective, what did you think of the quality of football for week one? I thought for the most part, especially for the Las Vegas Raiders, I felt like things clicked. There were some teams that were a little sloppy, but from top to bottom in general, I'd give it a, I don't know, a seven out of 10 as far as quality football goes. What did you think? Yeah, I mean, I thought the quality was even a little better than what we usually see from week one, especially you know with the tackling. I thought there would be a lot of missed tackles, but really the tackling was pretty solid, and I thought offensive lines would struggle more than it did. And I think part of it might be because their kind of referees are um, not calling holding as excessively as they were last season. Maybe they're you know holding onto the whistle a little. A little tighter this season just to make things a little cleaner, but there was a, a big drop off in holding penalties. I think that had a little a little bit to do with uh, what looked like you know clean play. You know, you get through like you're talking about things will get cleaned up, and, and hopefully we see uh, even fewer holding calls. I know no football fan really wants to see that. But looking back at Week One, I thought the Raiders were a pretty sharp team. I thought their offense clicked pretty well. Derek Carr, 22 of 30, 239 passing yards. It seems like he's got a few weapons now. Henry Ruggs going down with the injury, and then and then coming back into the game was maybe a little. Bit bit of a, a hiccup for them. What did you think about how they used him? They're high on him. They're high on uh, on his speed and what his athletic ability can bring to the receiving core. I know they're hyped on Brian Edwards too, but what did you think about how they used Ruggs? He had one big reception for 45 yards. I like that they moved him around a lot. They're putting him in motion. I think one of the things that he struggled with coming out of college was getting off press coverage, and they did a lot of um, schematic things to help him not be in a situation where he had to beat press coverage like that big play that you were talking about the 44 yard play that he had they moved him into the slot they motioned him there so they couldn't press him he got a free release it was a nice little design against quarters where they had Darren Waller take up a corner and safety and they had Ruggs just running past a safety and there's no way a safety is going to be able to run with Ruggs who you know ran a 4-2 at the combine so really nice design and I like the ways that they they got him the ball he looks like he's going to be a real weapon for the Raiders. 
do you perceive them as just being sort of a team? And I know this kind of plays into into John Gruden's strengths, but a team that's not going to throw the ball downfield a whole lot. I mean, Derek Carr seems like his comfort zone is in these little short crossing patterns, hitting guys like Rugs coming over the middle. Darren Waller was obviously a huge security blanket for him last year. You do have Nelson Aguilar who can go out and catch a ball. He had one catch for 23 yards in week one. But because they've got the anchor in Josh Jacobs, who's clearly looking like an elite back, three touchdowns for him and three and a half yards of carry last weekend. What do you think about this offense in general? and where they're going to live. Is it going to be short passes and the running game? Is that what they're going to rely on here? Yeah, I mean, the, the strength of this team is the offensive line and Josh Jacobs, who looks like you know already one of the top five running backs in, in the NFL. This team is built around the run, but I think they wanted to make an emphasis on getting the ball downfield more, which is one of the reasons why they, they drafted Ruggs. And you, know, you, you saw them try to get the ball downfield to Ruggs. They threw one deep to him that was just missed and... Uh, they did complete that 44-yarder, and I, I think they want to go downfield more. But it's not going to be that easy with two rookie wide receivers. But I think they'll they'll continue to take their shots. And actually, the Raiders ranked as one of the top teams as far as passing in neutral situations in Week 1. So that's a big difference from last season where they were extremely conservative. I thought they looked really good. I was impressed with uh, with their performance. And then even more so with the fact that they go down late in that ballgame. They did score in every quarter of the game. But they go down in that game and they end up coming back to win, of course, late. What did you think about the pass rush in that game? They only got to, uh, to Teddy Bridgewater one time. I think they sacked him once. Derek Carr was not sacked. You mentioned the strength of the offensive line. But the pass rush, do you perceive this being a problem? I was really concerned with the pass rush in week one because this Panthers offensive line is, they're really unproven. They don't look like they have a lot of talent on paper and they're learning a new offense. They have a new quarterback. I thought the defense would have a lot better showing against the Panthers, but they just couldn't get a pass rush. And anytime one defensive lineman got a good pass rush, the other three got completely stifled and Bridgewater was able to step up in the pocket. They tried some blitzing which got a little bit of pressure. So I think that, yeah, week one was not a great performance from the pass rush. And if this continues, it's going to be a big concern, especially against quarterback like Drew Brees. We'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsors. Talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy. Usually we just brush it off or blame ourselves saying things like, I lost my mojo or avoid it altogether with excuses like, I had a long day at work or, sorry, honey, I'm just not feeling it. But with Roman, it is easy to talk about it. With the real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication, it's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan, and if medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward and simple and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to roman.com slash update and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today and connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. Go to getroman.com slash update today. If you're approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's getroman.com slash update. Getroman.com slash update. 
and especially against mobile quarterbacks, you're going to have to see Patrick Mahomes a couple of times this year. But tonight, Drew Brees is the guy. You're going to see him. And it's obviously a different situation. Teddy Bridgewater in a new system with a new head coach. But a lot of the weapons are, are sort of similar. Now, they're not going to have a Michael Thomas tonight for the New Orleans Saints, but they are going to have Alvin Kamara. They are going to have a guy like Emmanuel Sanders who cut a touchdown last week. What do you perceive here from the defense in trying to stop Drew Brees? It's going to be a much different situation than they saw last week. Yeah, I mean, just reviewing the game, Drew Brees did not look very good. I mean, he he looks like in the past few years, like Drew Brees would start the season really strong. And then as the season goes along, you can kind of see his arm strength kind of just start taking steps back. And then by the time the playoff comes, you know, he struggles to throw deep. And this season looks like we're seeing late season Brees in the beginning of the season. So it's definitely a concern. I think that if the Raiders are able to play tight coverage and force him to throw deep, the Saints offense might struggle a little bit. I mean, his uh, his favorite target last week was Jared Cook. I think Corey Littleton, who the Raiders was one of the Raiders' big free agent signings, can help neutralize Jared Cook. And obviously he loves throwing short to Kamara, so they have to have a game plan for him too. But yeah, Michael Thomas missing is a, is a big deal. I think Emmanuel Sanders is still a very effective receiver. Last year, when Trayvon Mullen had to go against Emmanuel Sanders in week one, he really struggled against Sanders, but Mullen just kept on improving as the season goes along. So it'll be interesting to see how Mullen has progressed as a corner because he'll be going against Sanders a lot. Yeah, it's a good point. Like they don't have a huge downfield target who's going to like go up and high point the ball like Michael Thomas can, or really who can who can play in double coverage and come out with a reception. Emmanuel Sanders is a much different type of receiver. But I wonder what the focal point is going to be here for the Raiders. Like seeing Alvin Kamara, I don't want to say he is Christian McCaffrey, but a similar skill set and that he will catch the ball out of the backfield. But they're going to give up some carries for him as well. He's not necessarily going to be the goal line guy. Hell, the goal line guy may be your backup quarterback in in Taysom Hill, right? He's also your your backup tight end and your backup fullback. He's that that Swiss Army knife for them. So where's the focal point here? Is it stop the rushing attack and hope Drew Brees beats you? Or is it get back in coverage, let Jonathan Abram go do his thing and try to get a win against Drew Brees that way? I think the the game plan has to be you have to stop the run. I think Latavius Murray looked really effective running the ball. You have to stop the run. You try to have Littleton cover Jared Cook one-on-one and see if you can handle him one-on-one. And then you got to just kind of play a cat and mouse game who are you going to double Jared Cook or Alvin Kamara but if you could limit those two and force Breeze to throw deep I think they have a chance to at least contain the Saints offense I'm wondering about Hunter Renfro and about what his role is because they do have a really young receiving core. I look at him and I think he's a decent slot receiver. I think he's a guy who could be a weapon for them if they can get a guy like Ruggs and Edwards going on the outside. What do you think about him and his role? He had two catches last week. I thought he was kind of a nice, pleasant surprise for them last year. Reminds me a little bit of Trent Taylor on the 49ers. What do you think of him? He is Derek Carr's favorite third down target and his stat line didn't reflect how effective he was in week one because he converted a first down on the slant with one of his catches and then he draws two defensive pass interference penalties to convert two other third downs. His role is that third down blanket that Derek Carr can rely on. I think him and Derek Carr have the best chemistry right now as far as the Raiders young receiving court goes. So yeah, he, he's just that security slot guy that, you know, we see Tom Brady loves taking advantage of. And I, I think Redfro is that type of slot receiver where you know he's going to find those openings in the secondary and quarterbacks just love that type of target. 
it's funny, you think those slot receivers, you immediately think Edelman, you think Welker, and you got Renfro there, I mentioned Trent Taylor, like those guys all sort of fit that mold that you're talking about, those, those short crossing patterns that Derek Carr seems to love and that Tom Brady was so good at hitting and made him a, a six-time Super Bowl champ. So, Ted, we appreciate the time, man. I love talking football with you. Hope you get all the film you need from tonight's <laughs> game and you'll dive in and get get plenty of a breakdown for the, uh, the State of the Nation Raiders podcast here on The Athletic. We appreciate it, man. Sounds good. Thanks for having me on. Fun talking to Ted Nguyen. Always a great time. You really should check out the podcast. Comes out after Raider Games, the State of the Nation podcast. He does a really good job breaking down film. And then throughout the week, he's putting out good content right here on The Athletic. Kind of fun. Raiders opening their brand new stadium, the Death Star at Allegiant Stadium. And Brian, our producer, wanted me to point out that Blackjack in Vegas, it's September 21st. How about that? Maybe uh, a little bit of good luck for John Gruden and his black and silver out in Vegas tonight. Special thanks to Ted. Thank you to Brian for the content and for the booking and producing today. We always appreciate it, Brian. And special thank you to you, the listener. I am pleased to be doing football talk here for the NFL season. Uh, we waited so long for this after one week. I think everybody, as Ted says, we're knee deep in it and we're excited for more. So if you're enjoying the podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you're listening to us. And we'll be back with more content for you on Wednesday right here on The Update. Enjoy your week. Catch you guys later.